Welcome back to the AOT Chronicles and Attack on Titan podcast. I'm your host, Chazzy Chad. Hi, everyone. My name's Wani. And, uh, wow, we got a banger for you today. I mean, what a set of episodes we've got here on this weekend. November 22nd, recording time, later for when you're listening to it, but you know we like to be upfront and honest, and it's November 22nd in our time. Yeah, and you know what we got? 13 days, wait, 15 days wow, until Check it out. season 4, AOT, we're just, yeah. Chronic We're still going hard on the podcast, so I don't know if it's quite sunk in yet. Um, Two weeks from tomorrow. Really want to pre- really want to express days. our appreciation for all the new listeners that seem to be kind of making their way inside our lovely little home here right before season four starts. We hope it keeps growing. Tell your friends and contact us at thepodcastchronicles at gmail.com. Yes, Chad always likes to specify, tell your parents, because we know a bunch of... If you're a parent and you're listening to the Podcast Chronicles, which means that you're watching anime, write in, let us know. We think that's super cool. Yeah. We might even uh, give you a little reward. But with that being said, Chad, you're not rocking the cold brew. You're rocking a uh, yeah. a variant, one of the 437 variants they have of Monster Energy <laughs> Drink. It looks like... It's Monster 300 Yava Monster Triple Shot French Vanilla. Why did you just say Yava? Or is it Java? How do you say it? I believe it's Java. <laughs> okay, well, some in some uh, languages, you the J is silent. That's why I kind of... We're Japanese. I think they... Do they even have the letter J in Japanese? I don't believe so. I okay. Well, they just don't do J's. It's weird. I'm in the podcast zone. That's why I didn't pronounce it. All right, fair enough. You By the also... way, the, the scumbags at Starbucks, I go to get my normal cold brew before the recording session, right? and the SBs, the scumbags, mm-hmm. are closed. Why? why? I don't know. Why are they closed? Probably Corey V. Was it that bitch Corey V? Got that bitch the, Corey V. The Starbucks chain by the balls closing them down? I think they just need to tighten up and sell some coffee. That's what I think. Yeah, because if they don't, there's 70 people running around at 2 o'clock on a Sunday losing their damn minds because they don't <laughs> yeah. have their their heroin needle at the ready. Luckily, I stopped by the, the G station on the way home, picked this bad boy well, up. Well, definitely don't call it a G station. That's the first thing. I mean, don't do that. What? Okay. It's just, you know... It sound it makes it sound like a real big douchebag because no one calls him a G okay, station. Well, since you're it's turning into a roast Chad session, let's go ahead and get into this episode. Um, season three, episode seventeen, hero. I can be a hero, baby. Or episode fifty-four. This is the episode, according to people. People are saying that oh, this is wow. the episode. What an inside joke there for. Everyone that doesn't know, listen, you probably get a good idea of it on the podcast. Chad is a terrible person, and he does this thing where he does bare minimum research. He sees one person say something, and then he tries to tell me, but luckily I can see straight through it, but he'll tell other people, and then people believe him because they don't know what kind of a scumbag he is. They say, oh yeah, people are saying that. When really it's he saw one person on Twitter say it, and all of a sudden that's just what everyone's saying. I've seen at least two or three people on Twitter say that this is the episode. So am I wrong by saying people are saying? I mean, just you know what you're doing, and I don't like it. All right, well, IMDD. In, in, in your defense, listen, this is an episode, okay. and it might be the episode. IMBD has this rated top five episode of all time up there with Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones episodes. So this is one of the episodes. I I think I have the right to say that. I mean, the anime fans ride hard for their anime stuff. You can't go look at a single anime and it not be rated like 5.0. Where where I I watch them, they do a list of five. And every single one's like 4.8 and above. There's never one where you're like... Oh well, this one's a four point two. It's um, I believe this one and this one, Perfect Game and Midnight Sun are all up there. No other anime, by the way, is even close to being up there. So I have, I take that very kind-hearted. 
saying that this this show is definitely more than just an anime community show. Yeah, I know how much. Well, yeah, I mean, Attack on Titan is definitely an outlier, but I feel like I I honestly think it's like the only outlier. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's others that non anime fans well, watch. But it seems like seems like you've been real going real hard on the IMDb webpage. So I'm gonna back off and just let your knowledge shine. here. Well, hey, Ronnie, people are saying. Let's just get right into this. People are saying, "Hey, why don't the, why the fuck don't these guys start the podcast?" Yeah, they're here to listen to this banger of an episode, <laughs> he, titled "Hero." I wonder what that can mean. And we've then we're just talking, talking about, about nonsense. Your, we're talking about your French vanilla right. monster for the first six minutes. We'll get into this very beginning. We get a, a little replay snippet of the goat. Okay, he's just still going through his little speech. It's at the end of it. And it shows The Rock hitting him straight in the gut and the look on his face like a man that's just about to reach his destiny of truth crumble away and his horse flip over him. And then we have Marlo, a good appearance mm. here, man. Marlo, though, he takes control and yells, Suzume! Mm. And leads everyone into the rocks. And then we go straight into the opening. Yeah. What a way to open up the episode. Yeah. I love seeing Marlo here, though, take the lead. We know Marlo's a good guy. He wants to get rid of corruption. We've seen him since season one. You know, just kind of a side character that's he's going to step up, and I really think he's going to do something great right here. Yeah, I think he's really going to make a play, probably. Maybe not. <laughs> so we, we get an inside look at the Beast Titan, and he looks bored as hell right here. Yeah, he's looking sleepy. He talks about how... They never learn from the mistakes of history, and that it's a damn shame that Rice stole their memories of the world. In the end, they'll send everyone, including the elderly and children, on a suicide charge, saying if they're if they are gonna die, it may as well be proud. And then he says it's bullshit and crushes up a rock on accident. A little angry boy. Yeah, this guy's got some issues. It seems like. Yeah. And. He then says, calm down and have some fun. You aren't anything like your father. Yeah, so you crumble this thing to dust. So we've got some interesting uh, dialogue right there, saying he's nothing like his father and saying to have fun with killing people, I guess. I um, mean, it's all you can really do is you, <laughs> you just want to try and have fun. So then we, get, we go back to Marlo. He's leading the charge. He's right in front. And... The Beast Titan starts firing up the next pitch, and this time it's a nice good old Peter Moylan sidearm throw. What no one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> and uh, we go we go into Marlowe, and he's thinking of Hitch. I just don't think that many people have a widespread knowledge of relief pitchers for the Atlanta Braves <laughs> from eight years ago, but go for it. And Marlo's thinking of Hitch and asking what she's doing right now. And then he goes, she's probably sleeping. And then his face gets all big and says, uh, that would be nice right now. And then he just takes a boulder straight uh, to the eye socket. Didn't duck nor dive, and that really uh, put him at a disadvantage. Which Just kind of stared down the bullet. Which we're in slow-mo. To be able to duck or dive this 400-mile-an-hour giant boulder coming at you is probably a little tougher than we think. It was coming in hot, but I think he kind of froze too, like... Um, just crazy man marlo r.i.p let's give a little five second pause for him not a five seconds if we get 10 seconds okay. for a moment of silence for mr bowl cut here we go what the fuck was that peter moylan reference oh no one knows who you're yeah this, he used to wear glasses so I got stupid fucking reference you're doing a terrible job so far all right and so that's uh that's the end of the 10 second moment of silence rip marlo rip marlo great guy i can't believe that happened on that honestly made me shed a little tear and then we got the beast titan cheering after he does that um and he asks him if they like how he threw a different pitch that time <laughs> So this guy's having fun. What was he, throwing two seamers? And he went, all right, I'm going to switch it up, give him the whole four seam, not going to move as Jeez, much, just man. straight gas. Which it's crazy that this guy is referencing baseball, first off. That's one of the things, when I first watched it, I didn't think much of it. I thought it was a little comedy relief, but then I'm like, wait a minute, how does this guy know baseball? Oh, Japanese love baseball. They love it. Um, and then he says also something, speaking of baseball, he mentions a shutout. And... 
You know, I'm just <laughs> going to be that guy. That's different than a perfect game. So if he's just throwing yeah. a shutout, which as we'll see later, he did not throw a perfect game. He did not because we hear a few more screams. But I will give him a shutout. <laughs> and five guys come charging in, about four or five random rookie scouts. We have no idea who they are, which I thought that was awesome, that we see a random dude leading the charge. Yeah. Um, it just shows Irwin's how he got even like the lowest of the lows to do this for him. He could get anybody to fucking sacrifice themselves. Of course. Irwin's the goat. Heck, we were uh we weren't even in the show and we were sacrificing oh ourselves to I would give my heart for Irwin. I would Shinzo Sasageo, I would do anything for that man. I would even maybe sleep with him. And then the Beast Titan throws what? massive boulders again, and he's pissed off now. And he says, I told you those smoke shots aren't going to do shit. And then he just blows them up, kills the rest of them, and he just says, Ah, oh, you poor things. Zeke's beard is next level. It is. It's an incredible beard. By far best in the show. I can't even think. Who else even, like Zachary, I guess, has a beard? But it's more of like a old Santa Claus beard. Yeah, like, it's not. I mean, it's it's not. Zeke's a, is just full and per, just yes, luxurious. It makes me jealous. It reminds me of like some of my friends in eighth grade when they could grow full beards, perfect yeah. beards, and I didn't even have uh, down low hair. What was yet. up with those guys? I don't know, man. I was such a late bloomer. Puberty, hell of a hey. You'll get there someday. It's coming any day now. I'm not 25 yet, so. The brain fully develops at 25. I've still got a year left. Yep. It's coming. So, the Beast Titan then looks over and says... I'm hitting my second growth spurt any day yeah, now. You I should, really think. If you hit 5-1, I mean, that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. So, the Beast Titan asks... Having, Searching for that elusive 5. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll uh, you'll get close to your dad's height, who's 6-3 and you're 4-11. What a shame. Are you trying to say that my dad's not my dad? Because you wouldn't be the first, and I don't have good good proof that you might be wrong, but he swears. So Anyway, well, we're getting off track. Go ahead. Talk about Zeke's beard. So Zeke and his luscious beard and his ugly titan hair says, My titans have fallen? As he looks over to see all of them laying down on their face. Um, they just got messed up, okay? And then he looks up, and we've got Levi. It's the old dehumidifier. Whoa. Whoa! Jeez. We've got a bloody-faced Levi. Angry as hell, yeah. coming in. Beautiful scene right here. I, I jumped out of my chair when I just saw Levi up in the sky, coming through the smoke. Then we have that awesome shot of Zeke yelling in his inside the Titan, going outside of the Titan, and reaching his arm up, and then Levi doing the Beyblade 3000 spin-a-rooney around his left arm like it's nothing. Don't even know what to say about Levi in this scene. He is just He's full of more rage than even usual. God mode right here. And he just... He's so good at making you think he's going for one thing just to do another... I'm like, oh, he's going for this, and then he does a quick dip and dive, and then he's cutting oh. ankles, or, you know, yeah, the he's, guy, he's the, trying to block his nape, and then he does a little switcheroo, and then slices his eyes. Oh. Just, oh. And then as soon as he realizes that his eyes are gone, Levi's already at his Achilles. Yeah. He chomps one Achilles, gets the other one, falls down. It's like he couldn't catch up with this guy whatsoever. No. And I love the flashback scene where... Reiner still calls Levi Captain Levi and says he's dangerous yeah. to him. Just so much respect for that guy. And then Zeke tries to harden up. And it's cool because Reiner and Bert, obviously they've seen Zeke in action, and they know how impressive he is, and he they're still like, listen, we know you're good, but you got to watch out for this Levi guy because mm -hmm. we've seen him in action as well, and he is no joke. And Zeke can't even comprehend it. He's like, seriously, I've got to actually like... Look out yeah, for he's someone? like, I've got to look out for a human. He's like, not even a titan, a human. They're like, yeah, he fucked Annie up, and she's way more talented than we are. But then Zeke tries to harden up. Levi comes down, 
does I don't what do you even call this right here where he just slight he butchers his nape like it's just yeah not a uh, clean cut whatsoever there's chunks of meat everywhere at the end of this and then just finds a way to stick his hand in and just pull him out as he already cut off his arms yep. and his legs just and then a, as Zeke's yelling shoving the sword down his mouth oh sword in the so mouth awesome owie Am I right? Owie? Owie. And what were you... Oh my lord, just the most obnoxious page okay, you've ever heard. What uh, What were you saying about the how they censored part of this? Okay, so it's coming up. Okay. okay. It's coming up in 10 seconds. You can wait. Alright. So... <laughs> uh... That seems like you could have just talked about it instead of getting so off track here, but go ahead. So Levi starts thinking. He's got a sword in his mouth, and he's thinking to himself, I can't kill this guy yet. But then he shoves the sword through his mouth out of his eye socket. It doesn't show this, but I'm. people are saying that in the manga... Okay, two things people are saying, and two, it seems like when I brought it up, it was that exact moment that I should have talked about it, but... Well, no, you're doing great. Good but he notes. does. He sticks the sword through the guy through his eye socket from inside his mouth. And I have seen the panels of the manga, and it looks fucking awesome. And I'm a little upset the anime didn't do it. They kind of went away from it. It showed him start to do it, but yeah. But still, he. I love him saying, uh, "Why aren't you answering me? Where's your manners or whatever?" That's just fucking hilarious because he's got a sword in his mouth. How's he supposed to answer you, Levi? Come on, buddy. But then. Uh, He's thinking about using the syringe so they can steal the power of the Beast Titan. And I remember when I first watched this, I got so excited. I was like, you know what? Erwin, he's living. Erwin is so living. I was like, they're going to give it to Erwin. He's going to be the Beast Titan. This show rocks. And then five seconds later. So it's interesting. I never got the impression that Levi ever thought about giving this to himself for a second. Which, I don't think he did. Which I would say is almost kind of a flaw in Levi. I understand him wanting to try and save someone, but after what he just watched, I don't know. It's just because, spoiler alert, this guy gets away, but keep going and I'll get to it here in a second. Also, Levi is 100% being emotional right here, thinking of giving it to her. Right, right. So like you said, that is his flaw, him doing that. But as soon as he does that... We hear some rumbling and the freaking crocodilian man, whatever this thing is, this ugly guy. snatches Zeke up in what to me is like one of the most epic scenes in all of Attack on Titan because he starts running away with Zeke. First of all, this thing's fast as hell. Levi has no chance to catch up to this thing. Yeah, I, I hate it. This is one of those things, as soon as like there wasn't like a quick finish off by Levi and he started thinking I'm like okay when how is this gonna happen I know this is coming what's gonna happen I just didn't know it was gonna be the crocodilian it sucks <laughs> before because at first I'm just going crazy screaming like kill him but Levi he is right to wait because mm-hmm. there is this whole Titan thing so I just wish that there had been a better plan once he got to this point but to be fair I don't exactly know what that plan would be <laughs> but it was just like they knew Erwin and Levi got caught up in the moment, and they're like, you're just taking out the Beast Titan. Even though a couple episodes ago they did this whole thing where, like, here's the injection. If you have the opportunity, do this. And it's just like he got him in his hands, and he just didn't know what to do with it. It's almost like they didn't even expect Levi to win. They're like, you know what? We're not even thinking that far ahead. He's probably not even going to win. It was just the idea of killing the Beast Titan was nice, but, yeah, you're right. And as he's running away, Zeke coughs up and says kill that man and yeah. th- this to me was an epic scene yeah well except on this epic scene i'm calling bullshit that this guy's gonna be able to talk right after he just took a sword deeper than any dick Chaz has ever had in his mouth I, okay I, whoa no, I, i'm sorry i'm sorry i shouldn't have done that you shitting me right I'm now so you actually brought that up dude, on this podcast. i'm so sorry i just got caught up in the moment i felt like I, okay first <laughs> off <laughs> Ronnie. Well, you just keep going. I'm sorry. First off, Ronnie. Yeah. The sword did go in his mouth. Right. No homo, but it went through his eyelid. Through it went through his eye through the palais of his mouth. 
okay? Okay. He can reach in. I'm sure he did a little smoky thingy in his mouth to be able to yell and talk. He didn't get his tongue cut off. I don't know if you know anything about speech or human... God, I, f- I freaking hate you, dude. I can't believe you said that. You just ruined um, this pot. I mean, it's just like... Heck, you get your mouth numbed from getting your wisdom teeth out. You can barely talk and you can't drink. Have you ever tried getting water when your mouth is numb? just falls right out your bottom lip. But this guy had a sword in his mouth and he's still just like, kill him. Well, just, he is a titan. Just not buying it. Yeah, it was like he's not 10 as, seconds later. He's not a weak bitch like you who got their wisdom teeth out and stayed out of school for four months. Wow. Just, I couldn't, I couldn't li- open my mouth very good. It was just... It's really okay, hard. But I thought this scene, as epic as it is, I wish his eye was out of his face and he was yelling because I love him, how he's yelling, you got me good, Levi. And he's saying, but victory is ours. I just thought that was so epic, dude. The music playing and then Levi. It seems like Levi's about to get killed. Yeah. And all Did you think Levi of... was going to die right here? What did no. you think? No. No, because I, especially since, like, he didn't say anything about how he was almost out of gas, and that would have been, like, the only way that, I mean, Levi, Because he on. just said your weapons are used up or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then. if I mean, people have said Mikasa as, like, a hundred soldiers, and if that's the case, what is Levi? like? And Levi yells, I promised, and it's just so sad. God, this is so depressing seeing this, because that was his last promise to Erwin, man, and he can't fulfill it, and... Then we got good old Flocky Boy. I will say, one of the Titans that came after Levi once I sent him on is the Titan of the Week. Mm. And stay is with it the girl one? Well, stay with me here. It looks like a man in the chest, a woman in the face and head. She's got great wide birthing hips and is running with their hands in the air <laughs> like they just don't, don't care. care. Yes. That's my favorite. This scene is so serious, and then you just see that Titan doing that. <laughs> it's <is> so funny. <laughs> But then I should also mention there's another Titan that, in my opinion, the one in the middle, looks a lot like Aaron, especially young Aaron. Do you realize that? Wow. Yeah. And actually, I I didn't want to get too nerdy here, because I know you'd make fun of me, but that Titan that you're talking about is the... The one with the birthing hips or the one that looks like Aaron? The one that looks like Aaron is Aaron's voice actor. Isayama did... He made that Titan after the actual voice actor of Aaron. So I mean, like, how which is pretty cool. Hard did I fucking? You nailed it, dude. God you fucking nailed it. And you dang didn't know, it, dude. This podcast is next level. I think that's right. I could be wrong. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Comment. Wow, Ronnie's oh. on one. Ronnie's on. Did you take some coffee before you got here? I might have. You know, I might have shut down the Starbucks. God, be last time we were here, you sounded like a sleepy bitch. I might have pulled up and said, "Hey, yo, Starbucks, close this thing down. Ronnie's here." So then we got Flock still alive, and you know he's just looking around. Everyone's dead. What a coward! Back to the other side. Jean is panicking because Reiner and Bert are still around, and the fact that Reiner is still alive is just crazy. But he tells Armin that Aaron escaping might be the best they can do at this point because they are just fucked. Have they showed Reiner yet? Because I had some comments. They have not showed Reiner yet. They just show his walking Titan. I want to get ahead of myself. Yeah, don't. Not like you always do. Just calm the fuck down. I'm just all, I'm consistently worried that your notes aren't going to cue my notes good enough. So I just always have to double check. Yeah, I mean, it's, your notes are pretty good, dude, considering you copy and paste them from AOT Wiki. Wow. Oh, just wait until next episode. My notes are going to be so beautiful. People are going to be like, wow. Cannot believe Chaz tries to accuse Ronnie of copying notes because that is the most beautiful poetry I've ever heard a recap written as. So Armin mentions that Bert is skinnier now. And he kind of, Bert is almost as skinny as me in this part right here. Well, um, not quite. He's close. He's close. And and I'm about the same height. I'm like six, what six nine? I, we measured me the other day, six ten, one forty. Yeah. But yeah, Colossal Titan is weak in a battle of attrition, and Armin's mentioning that, saying that Hanji said this, and he thinks he has a plan now. And he says his steam must be consuming everything but his skeleton. And Armin's doing a good old beep bop beep beep bop 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 beep. So he's finally. Scared Armin is finally turning himself around right here. Just the loudest notebook flip. 
I mean, you're not going to agree with me? I No, he is. He's starting to try and figure... Because, like, I mean... <coughs> you, are you, oh, oh. Oh, my God. Okay, what? Well, that's got to be left because... Do uh, you want to tell the people you, you stopped vaping? Oh, this is big. We'll hurry up and say this and get back to the to the epi, but... Yeah, I stopped vaping. I almost said something last week, but I didn't, you know, didn't want to kill the vibe. I'm but. officially done with vaping, guys. I'm approximately eight days off. Um, eight days sober. Eight, eight days, days sober, sober off, off the vape. Off the guava ice. Yep. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to return. So. It's, it's been great for me. We'll see. I don't know if I believe that he won't ever return. He he, uh, he really likes to lie. But, but yeah, it's been nice seeing you again because, I mean, for the past two months, it's been real hard to try and look into your eyes with a thick cloud of vape smoke that's constantly in my face. I miss it, man. There's some days where I just wish I could just drive to the G station, pick me up a good old guava, yeah. and well, vape that away. Is, uh, that is how nicotine addiction works from what I hear, so... It's all right, though. I got my coffee that's already emptied, and it's a triple shot. And it's def- I mean, don't crunch the can, because that's just really annoying. Okay. Just so loud, you think you'd be better at podcasting at this point. So Armin has a plan. He tells Jean and them to lead Reiner away, and him and Aaron will take on the Colossal Titan himself. Wow, this this moment right here, dude. Armin, I have a feeling Armin's going to just bite his hand, transform, and take on this thing right here. Is that what you had in mind? Well, I don't think Armin's going to do that because Armin's not a titan, silly oh. goose. Well, I thought that's what I thought the first time watching. Yeah, well, you're a silly goose because that's not what's going to happen. Okay, well, he's confident now. Wow, and we he's... get it. You have money. You got to check your <laughs> you got to check your smartwatch and then check your phone right next to you, even though they're giving you the same alert. It's a, it's a Garmin. Guess what? They say the same thing. Please keep going. Jeez. <laughs> Jean, you took long enough, bro. Is what Jean says out loud. Don't know why I wrote it like that in my notes, but that's how I wrote it. Um, then he's like, yeah, I thought we were all dead. Took you long enough, you dummy. And then we got the inspirational, beautiful soundtrack playing in the back. This is what Attack on Titan does best. Beautiful music. I know you hate music, Ronnie. But this is beautiful music here. It just really gets me my feels. Just not true. I just like it in the context of a show. I just... I'm not like you, and you know I'm not saying anything against people who are like this. I just find it challenging to just listen to uh, TV score slash music slash OSTs for five hours straight while I'm yeah. working a nine to five job. But yeah, I think you find a lot of things challenging because you're so stupid. But uh, we get Aaron flashing back saying that when he thinks of freedom, strength flows through him. I love this right here. It's showing the difference in opinions on how Aaron and Armin can find strength within oneself. And Aaron's has always been freedom, dude. It's always been freedom. What do you think about that? Have you always thought that, or did you think Aaron's was just vengeance? Um, I think that it was a mix, and he's lying to himself if he says it wasn't a mix. Okay, well, I think it's mostly freedom. The birds in a cage. I think from the Armin first episode. is all freedom. You think? I no. I think Armin is. You think Armin's all freedom? I think Aaron is. Armin's the one that's consistently like keeping Aaron on the eye of the prize, as far as like, no, we're going to see the sea, and all that stuff. Where Aaron's just kiss, consistently like, I'm killing all the titans, and Armin's like, we're gonna get out there one day. You know, me and you, we're gonna see the sea and. But see, this is how I think. I think Aaron's wanting to fight them all off so they can finally be free. Armin's more so. He wants to be free, but I think he cares more about just seeing the sea than he does about being free. I guess you consider that being free too, but... Yeah, I think uh, Armin is just very... Uh, he's, sm- he's smarter than you, and so he knows in his mind that if he's just like chilling out, no care in the world, checking out the sea then, you know, that means they're living yeah. in a safe world. I think he wants to be see the sea, and then he's instantly going to off himself right after it. That's my prediction for the upcoming episode. There's been quite a few moments when Aaron goes just uh, headstrong into danger, where I would say, I don't know if he's thinking about being free, because I think he's just trying to fuck shit up. All right, well, I guess season four. Let us four, know what you think in season four, the AOT let us Chronicles. Know. Or the Podcast Chronicles at gmail.com. Let us know.
So Armin says, if this plan succeeds, I won't be able to see the sea. And then Chaz's quote of the day comes up right here. Woo! Hate that. For some, for some reason, when I think of the outside world, strength flows through me. Beautiful. It's just beautiful by Oh, Armin. so your quote of the day was the quote that you've already said in your summary? No, I didn't say that. Oh. I didn't say the exact quote for quote. I said, this is what Aaron thinks, this is what Armin thinks. Oh, by the way, here's the exact quote. <laughs> we got you on tape, buddy. Okay, Bust I would love to hear an edit of where I didn't say the quote properly. All right. I'll insert it now. Yeah, I think you find a lot of things challenging because you're so stupid. But uh, we get Aaron flashing back saying that when he thinks of freedom, strength flows through him. I love this right here. He stabs Aaron and says, wake the fuck up. Let's go see the sea. And then we go to the calling card, and it says the outside world, and it says, says the same spill about that outside world that we've heard before, so I'm not going to say it. Then the beautiful OST starts playing. It's showing everyone, including Hitch. You know, it's Historia, Hitch. Uh, what I guess that's what they're doing right now. Um, yeah. Okay. What they're, yeah, what they got and, going on. Compared and it's to... sad seeing Hitch because it looks like she's worrying about Marlo. And Marlo thought that she was she was asleep this whole time. Right. And she's awake. Yeah. Oh, dude, that got me good right there. Hitch is so beautiful. She is pretty. Too bad she sleeps around a lot. Whoa. So Armin tells Aaron, as long as they can trick Bertolt, we will win. And then we go back to Reiner. And Jean leads them, and they try to fly kind of near Reiner and lead him away from the pack. And Reiner's not buying it. He just keeps on running. It's not being fooled. Page turn. Was that a double page turn? What just happened there? That was a single. Okay. It looked like you flipped a page twice. So Mikasa says, no, fuck this. Runs after him. Almost. Okay, this is one of the coolest scenes I've seen in the show. I don't even know if you caught this. When Mikasa starts to fly away after him, when mm -hmm. he just runs by him, she grapples and misses Jean's face by half an inch. Did you see this? I uh, did not notice it, no. You'll have to rewatch it because it's awesome because Jean's like even like, whoa, because the grapple goes right by his face. Yeah. It's awesome. She almost kills him. How funny would that be if that happened? Good work on your part. Very detailed. Good work. Well, this is like my fifth time seeing that. Fifteenth time, sorry. That's how I caught it. But, uh... She thunderspears him right in the back of the leg and knocks him down. And Reiner, we go inside of Reiner, his Titan, and he's still regenerating mm. and has absolutely no clue what's going on. Um, yeah, he went from, he transformed from a skeleton to a pink-red version of Handsome Squidward. Yep. He's Handsome Squidward now, and he's like, Listen, I don't know what's going on. The last thing I remember is Bert telling me to lay down on my back. Other than that, no idea where the fuck I am right now. <laughs> Just stumbling through life. So then we go back to Bert, and he's saying, um, it's strange how only Aaron and a few from the 104th survived. And then he asks uh, Armin what he will leave behind in his final moments. Because Aaron, we got Armin and Aaron just staring at Bert right now on top of the wall. Which it is... Well, I guess all of Hanji's group was like made up of moblet veterans and stuff. Mm -hmm. They were right under the blast. If Hanji's dead, I'm quitting. I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I'm quitting the show. I'm not watching the rest. We haven't seen her, so... Just, if I'm just back next episode all by myself... And luckily, see, we... Sasha and Connie and Jean, all of them, they're just lucky that they were a part of Aaron's group and that Bert, right. Bert is not trying to kill Aaron because if they were any other people, like they would be dead too. Yeah. So I'm... Hanji better not be dead or I'm done with this stupid show. So then we got Armin telling Aaron this plan depends on how long he can hold out. Which he, confuses Aaron. He's like, what? He's like, you? what? And then he's like, "If I, I can't die until I see the sea, until we both see the sea, Aaron, I'll call it quits before it gets out of hand. Um, so it'll be up to you because I'm not a hero." 
And then this is just not a good sign for Armin right here. Yeah, but you yet, but we don't know what we his don't plan know. Is, but it's but it, we, it's not sounding good. Yeah, from what he said before Aaron was awake too, I remember thinking, "Oh no, this isn't good." It's not sounding good, but he's also playing it like it might get bad, but I'm not gonna let it get too bad because I've got yeah. to live to see the sea. So hopefully, you make a play. And then he says, "Have I ever lied to you?" He's like, stick to the plan no matter what. When he says, have I ever lied to you, the look in Aaron's eyes is kind of like, wait a minute. It's like thinking back. He's like, yeah. wait, have you ever lied to me? Um, <laughs> I feel like we could go find a lie that Armin's told. And then Aaron slips. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Bert and Armin are like, are you shitting me? And then Bert's like, yeah. I, he's like, Armin, I can't believe y'all tried this. I knew this was over. And then he says, you fought well. And Armin, he goes to swing at him, and Armin dodges it in a badass way. It's cool seeing Armin in action, because we never really see him in action. Yeah, he's, he's agile. He's yeah. limber. He's a pretty good ODMer, I think. Yeah, he can ODM. We've never seen him use the swords. Right. I don't know if he can actually use the swords, but he can at least ODM away. He's got some good form. And he, go, he starts riding up to Bert's face, and... He uses the steam. So we go to Jean, back to Jean, and he goes in for a distraction on Reiner. Sasha and Connie come in from the sides, and they're trying to throw the spear at his jaw to open it up. And that's when Reiner slings some of a roof and drills Sasha. So Ooh. she misses her shot, and then Connie throws his and hits him in the jaw, but obviously it ain't open because they only got one side. But Sasha looks like she got Fucked up here. Yeah, that was that looked owie. Yeah, very owie. Can't believe you still say that at the age of 24, but yes. Still what out. do you call it? It just looks <laughs> owie. I don't know. So Mikasa is all butthurt because the jaw ain't open. She looks very worried. And then we go back to Armin and Bert. And Armin is attached. He's got his grapple attached to Bert's tooth, right? Yep. So, into some enamel. Yep. He did his beep bop, beep bop, and realized that he was consuming his muscles, so he just attached onto his tooth so he could stay there. So, Bert's thinking, he's like, why the hell can I blow this guy away? No homo. Right. And I don't think he says no homo, but I I said that. Yeah, I didn't catch that part either in the subtitles. And yeah, so Armin's just thinking to himself... He's like, yeah, well, he's like he's happy that it worked because yeah he's like I he knew didn't it. know for sure but he just knew based off what he had observed that if he got into that or got onto the tooth he wouldn't be able to be knocked mm-hmm. off by the steam and then we get a little inside look of Bert and he's saying you know everyone else is still fighting Reiner Aaron's still on the ground he can see Aaron through the smoke on the ground right he's like wow this is just a last desperate attempt yeah and he's like I'll make it quick. And he turns up the steam just to kill Armin quickly. So is he feeling bad? Do you think Bert feels bad right here? That he genuinely feels bad? I think... And he's like, I'll make I it quick for you. I do think Bert feels bad for these guys in a way. I think he just is... I don't think he's as confused as Reiner is. So he always is kind of aware. Like, he might be a coward most of the time. But I think he's more aware than Reiner is of what he's doing. But I think he's more scared of the other people, and I do think that he's been brainwashed, or maybe not brainwashed. We don't know which side is right to fight for whatever side he's on. Okay. Because, I mean, he's known Armin for five years. He knows Armin's not a bad guy, like, day to day. He might think he's fighting for the wrong side, but... But then he's like, oh, I remember that comment you made about Annie, so fuck this guy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, I remember you trying to hit me with that low blow so and then he turns up the heat and armin is just fucking scorched just blacked out his no skin on his body hardly any skin just hanging on saying he's and it lasts it lasts like 45 seconds longer than you think it's going to oh yeah dude you keep thinking like oh that's it that's it and then he just keeps you just get armin like struggling and all these thoughts at one point you feel like he's talking like he's actually talking like trying to get him through it and then it kind of 
almost to me feels like it transforms into just him thinking inside his head and him just trying to grasp on and saying they do a really good uh, job of being like okay i'm letting go i'm letting go like no i can't let go like this is this is it yep and he starts thinking he's like aaron's got to see the sea for me and he's leaving everything he's entrusting everything to aaron and this scene man made me tear up so hard the first time i'm a sucker when it comes to tv shows i've told you this i cry at a lot i don't know if i've told the pod this but i'll be a man today and say it it sucks that it comes out on mondays because it's going to be hard when there's a super intense episode we might have to work it around to where we can watch together but I want to experience Chad tearing up dude, because it's gonna happen in season four, and we're like, oh, we're dude, gonna do I a rewatch so together so we can get our notes. But it's gonna be hard doing that first Monday night uh, viewing. But we might have to make something happen at some point. When he's getting burned right here, and he falls, and he says, tells Aaron to see the sea for him. I started tearing up, but I was like, oh, wait wait a minute. Maybe he'll make it through this. <laughs> Which, if, <laughs> if you saw the last 10 you, seconds. You're just holding on to yeah, that hope. I was no, holding on. It's all right. He can take some. But then the best part of the episode happens because we go back to the Reiner fight. He can drink some coconut nowhere, water. He'll be fine. Hanji comes flying up. What? My girl Hanji hits him right on the other side of the jaw and says, Mikasa now. And she comes flying in. chance because they got one oh, left. One left, and Mikasa flies in with his jaw open and Which, tells him to come out. Bold move, yeah. seems like. Don't know Don't know if that was the... She had to hit the shot, but... Luckily, Reiner is so fucked up right now, he can't... He I guess, I guess Hanji did blow the jaw, so even if yeah. he wanted to close his mouth, he couldn't. So I guess that's kind of yeah. why she felt good doing it. But. but he could move his arms. Well, I guess he did. She kind of flew past it, but... He's so fucked up right now. He doesn't have much strength, anyways. And then he just, she just fucking missiles him out. But Hanji's alive, man. I don't have to quit this show. Let's go. All right. Great. And then <laughs> Reiner, Def- Reiner definitely didn't have five other co-hosts lined up to take your position. So happy you could stick stick around. I'm just gonna act like you didn't even say that. So what did Reiner do? Reiner's just been getting fucked up, dude. He's been getting so fucking... He's, it started off with a sword in the neck, and now it's taking a missile to the chest. Like, this guy has been getting fucked. <laughs> this guy is, like, <laughs> transferring his consciousness all around his body so much that he just doesn't even know what his consciousness is anymore. He doesn't yeah. know where it is. He's like, wait, is it in my big toe? Is it in my dick? I don't know where I put it this if time. If his conscience wasn't fucked up enough, it is now... <laughs> It's gone. He doesn't yeah, even have it I like anymore. to imagine every time he moves it around like this, he just gets a little bit more confused. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go back to Bert in an awesome shot. This is a sick shot where it shows all the smoke, and it's like a, bu- a sky shot of him, and he shows how skinny he is and like the aftermath of everything. And he's just like, now it's time for the horses. Now he's going to kill the horses, and you know it's over. And he looks down and sees a hardened Aaron. He and he's like, Nani? And then Aaron flies up, yells, gotcha. Which, don't do that. <laughs> don't God, do that. Aaron's so stubborn, dude, to say something like that. And then just pulls his ass out of there. Okay, and this is also, this is hilarious. You have to think about why, how the sizes did not match when Aaron was in his 15 meter Titan form and hugged the like Bert's big toe, and then compared to how big Aaron looks compared to the Colossal's head and slicing his nape, like it just doesn't well, correlate. Well, at the all. first the first scene it doesn't, and then after he pulls him out and then it backs away, yeah. then it looks like Aaron's an ant size. Right, like it's got two different like, <laughs> complete. Just funny. It's a cool scene, but it also made me think because I didn't know even once I saw Aaron was had like uh made a shell of himself i was still like okay well now how does he finish it off and was surprised to see that he just like got out of titan form himself which is another thing that i'm just now thinking about we really haven't seen aaron exit his titan without being like pulled out of it so that must be another thing that he worked on like how uh like we've seen zeke do it before where he just kind of gets out of his titan we've seen ymir she like halfway did it she did it um (laughs) 
So I guess that's something it's been working on. But season four, possible prediction. How cool would it be if we got some, uh, uh, what are they called? People that make weapons, what are they called? I'm just losing. I'm losing. Lo- uh, smiths? Gunsmiths? <sighs> no, that's not right. Oh my god. People that make weapons. Blacksmiths? Uh- Blacksmiths? No, that's a lock. Isn't that locks? Nope. That's a locksmith. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What if they made Aaron's Titan a huge sword? He could wield it. Like, why would it... Can oh, you that'd be so he cool! He was just like a megazord. He just had a, a sword, megasword, and yeah. was running around with a sword. And they actually called it a megazord too. <laughs> uh, well, you know, Power Rangers, Japanese. Um, I just think that'd be really cool. Probably not going to happen, but I'm hoping for it. All right, but the, all right. Let's get to let's get to my favorite part. Well, okay. my least favorite part of this episode. This is where I break down into tears into a ball. And had my imaginary girlfriend comfort me during this. So, he, after he gets him out, they all go down. Bert's huge ass tight. And I, I thought that was really cool how it showed him just slowly disintegrating pretty much. Right. And uh, they get on top of a house and Aaron's dragging an unconscious Bert. And he's just thinking to himself, I should have known. Like he knew that was Armin's first lie to him. Yeah. And it shows the flashback of Armin as a little kid. And he asks Armin if he's fine with losing forever. And Armin's like, I don't lose because I don't run. Couple and- couple takes here. So it turns out Armin has been rocking this ridiculous haircut since day one. I guess don't <laughs> fix what's not broken. And um, if Aaron is so brave that I couldn't, I was hung up on this fact. Why is he peeking one eye around <laughs> the corner of an alley talking to Armin? It's just typical Aaron to He's like, me. hey, don't, hey, I'm pretty brave. You're not. Why are you okay with losing all the time? Typical Aaron, man. But then it shows a charred up Armin. Mm. Dude, I lost it right here, man. This is where tears started flowing the first Completely time. Completely unrecognizable, just. And then Aaron says, you're, a, you're more of a hero than anyone else. And then that made me. Lose it even more. Oh, dude. beautiful line. God, beautiful. Beautiful ending. Beautiful, beautiful line. And uh, so that was the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. I had a couple takes I didn't get to. How about Mikasa? I think also believe this was the first time Mikasa stopped, accepted the fact that she had to let Aaron deal with it yes. on her own and did her own thing. You're right, yeah. How about that? She, like, there was kind of a moment. And Armin was like, me and Aaron are doing this. And Mikasa was like, okay, do it. And she went and dealt with uh, Reiner as they dealt with Bert. Just would have been wrong if we hadn't mentioned that. Do you have another take? You said you had a couple? Uh, no, I guess that was actually it. Just wanted to mention that. But what an episode. And I don't even... This is where season four is going to be so much fun because season three... I would have liked to finish this episode and spent some time thinking about it, what was going to happen from here, because it would have been pretty obvious. Well, I guess at this point, yeah, I don't know. It's just gonna. It would have been interesting to talk about this episode, but instead we were watching it together and we were like, "All right, next episode." Whereas season four, we're not going to get that luxury. We're going to have to think about every little thing that we get left with, which is good, and it's going to be fresh too. Because like me watching it with you, I'd already seen this episode before, so I knew exactly what was going to happen. Right. It's going to be cool not knowing anything that's going to happen. This is the podcast for all the anime watchers to come and experience with us. Yes. And for all the manga readers who are excited for the uh, anime to come, just laugh at us, not know, because we're not going to know what's going to happen. And, and for, who knows, you know, maybe they change up a little bit of stuff. I know that worries manga readers, because I've read books before, and then shows have done stuff different and have disappointed me. <coughs> Game of Thrones. Um, but, you know, we'll see what we'll happens. See. And to me, this episode is peak. It may not be the episode. Um, you may not think it is. You may think other episodes are. But I think it's peak Attack on Titan. Just from this, I mean, the start of this episode is Levi versus the Beast Titan. How banger of an episode is it? Like it, you forget all about that by the end of the episode. There's so much shit that happens. Yep. Just an awesome way to do it. I agree. And this was a another good episode. Can't wait to do the next one. Like we've been saying the whole time, season four is right upon us. So you're telling me this didn't make you sad? 
and you didn't tear oh, up. Oh, it 100% bit. made me sad. I I would definitely say as he was just getting blasted and he was like, I can't hold on anymore, I was definitely sad. I don't remember uh, tears starting to flow. I don't know why because Armin's one of my top three characters, honestly. But stay tuned because the tears for Ronnie do come here yeah, soon. Yeah, I knew Ronnie wasn't so much of a hard ass like no. he betrays himself. No, no, no. I'll tear up. I'm not afraid to. I'm not afraid to say it. Dude, Dude I fucking bawled my eyes out, man. I... You didn't ball your eyes out. No, I mean, just good. if you be real. If you had a tear fall down your face, it's one thing. That's not bawling your eyes out. I cried more in this than I did in JoJo's when Caesar And died. that's when he's going to start trying to cling on to JoJo's references even though no one's validated the fact that he watches JoJo's in a single email and a single YouTube comment. Speaking of YouTube, I keep it real. I'm here on my yeah, knees yeah. before all of you apologizing. Ronnie keeps it real. We've had some very, very kind YouTube uh, people. Not They're not with YouTube. They've just... Uh, commented yep they work for youtube and uh have said hey we're out here we're listening and for that i want to give them a shout out and for that i will we'll uh, tell them what's up ronnie we got you know wimpish tuna 92 basic cable tv all very nice people rory just thank you all for yeah listening well, on tell YouTube. them tell them why uh you haven't updated the vids though Tell them what's going on. Well, it, long story short, it just takes more time to do the YouTube videos. They have to like export, and download, and all this stuff. And then I ran into an issue with the uh, video converter that I use. So it's a big long mess. I'll get it fixed eventually, and you know I'm gonna start trying to churn those out because they yeah. are pretty behind where the podcast releases. Because I didn't think anyone was listening on YouTube, but they are. And I'll get Thanks you guys hooked up for telling you. Yeah, thank you for thank. I mean, sometimes you're right, Chad. This is one of those times. So subscribe on YouTube. We've been talking about this too long. Send yeah. your season four feedback to the podcast chronicles at gmail.com. Follow us on Spotify. And we'll talk with you next time. Peace. Give us a review. Say peace. Stop whoring yourself for clicks and love downloads. you guys. Peace.